if he is indicted but wins, do we deserve him? And realizing limitations and letting go. Plus, words from a friend in Antarctica and why am I not a Swifty? All of that today on the Corel Cast. Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corel Cast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corel Cast. I am Corel. So very glad you are joining me. Happy Monday to ya. I'm in my new Banana Republic t-shirt. Yes, I went to the outlet mall with Hannah on Saturday. Had a grand time. Met boxer Keith Thurman Friday night at dinner at Crossroads Kitchen. Oh, my God. I'm so in love with Crossroads Kitchen here in Vegas. They have one in Los Angeles. If you ever get a chance to go, please go. It's the best fine dining vegan food that there is around. Uh, And I had a great time meeting Keith Thurman, a very famous boxer. Some of you may even know if you follow boxing. Uh, He beat Manny Pacquiao. He's a big guy, but... I just know him as Keith, a a client and friend of Hannah's, Uh, and we had a great, great time. And so I hope you had a good weekend. Steve Cabral and Tino and all of us went to the outlet malls, and I went to Banana Republic, and I found a one-piece romper, a one-piece jumper, three T-shirts and a pair of pants, $268 after 40% off. However, I qualified for a Banana Republic uh, credit card, so I got it all at 50% off, and so I got it all for $128. I got a bargain. I was so happy. Uh, But that was my weekend. It was 100 plus, you know, billion degrees uh, here in Las Vegas. And uh, it's it's global warming. It's climate change. It's here. The country is sizzling or drowning or both. Uh, Now there's fires. It's orange here in Las Vegas today, this Monday morning, as we wait for Trump to be indicted again. Uh, And yeah, there's uh, orange smoke is everywhere from a fire that's now reached our state line over at Searchlight from the Mojave Desert, 50,000 acres on fire. Uh, and in these temperatures, the only hope we got is the monsoons moving into Arizona and part uh, here in Nevada uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So we're hoping that some rain will maybe help them out. Uh, but climate change is everywhere. We have very real issues going on. Uh, and I started to think about a lot of people are saying that, you know, Trump could win. And of course, if he does win, then the climate loses and we all lose. Uh, but he might be indicted today or tomorrow or Wednesday. We're not sure which day, but it's coming. Uh, And I I started thinking about, you know, the people that support him and their numbers. And I was saying over the weekend to everyone, you know, all my friends, if he wins, it won't be because, you know, for any other reason than the saying that came out of World War II, or I'd have to, I could be wrong. I have to search the origins of the saying. Uh, but it, it certainly became uh, popular in World War II, is that all that it takes for evil to do, to, you know, all it takes for evil to win is for good men to sit by and do nothing. And all it takes for Trump to win is for all of us to sit by and do nothing. If we mobilize, if we get voters out, if we get involved in the Biden campaign, if we do something then these people won't win. If we continue to do nothing, because Trump has has made it clear if he is in jail, he will still run. And he will. God bless him. You know, he will. And people will vote for him. Now, if we let that happen, then it really will be our fault. If we can't get enough people out to conquer 
and beat Donald Trump once and for all. You know, and I realize Biden is maybe not the dream candidate of yours. He's not the dream candidate of mine. He's a wonderful president. He has a great success record as president. He has been an exceptional president. He's been great. Okay, but 82 years old? You know, and for the record, I know that it was Mitch McConnell that zoned out and not Lindsey Graham. A lot of you took me to task over the weekend saying, oh, by the way, yeah, I know. I get my old white bigots confused. I really do. You all think my brain, you know, is a fabulous brain, and it is, but I'll tell you, my brain categorizes things. I have to almost total recall, 80%. I was asked on the Zoom call with my patrons, who I love. So great to see Tracy Reddy. I hadn't seen her in a while. So great to see her. So great to see everybody. Um, but I was asked, you know, do I script it out? Do I, you know, what do I do? How do I do the show? And Andrew and I have always just done it. Just like you just a bullet point and go. Uh, that's how I do my stage show, my jokes, all of it. It's all just from my brain. So my brain is moving at a pretty fair clip. And so, yeah, I know the difference between Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell. One is gay, one's a turtle. Uh, I get it. You know, if you put them together, they're a girdle. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so I realized it was Mitch McConnell who zoned out, not Lindsey Graham. I wasn't having a senior moment. I just really do get my, I glump all of the white bigots together in my brain. And their faces and their voices are all interchangeable because they're all evil and they all say the same thing. And so to me, they're all the same. They're like one thing. Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, all of them, Josh Howley, all of them, Jim Jordan, all of them. To me, they're all the same entity. They're all the straight, sit well, semi. Uh, most of them are pedophiles, child molesters, whatever, but they're the sick, cisgendered, white bigots. And so to me, their names, you can just swap out their names. It doesn't matter whether it's Lindsey Graham or Mitch McConnell or whatever. They're all, it's all, it's the same. In the words of Cindy Lauper, same old fucking story. By the way, one of my videos just got censored by YouTube, said it was only available, age-restricted. I'm age-restricted. You have to be 18 or over to consume Corel. I'm like sex. <laughs> you got to be 18. Uh, I'm fine, YouTube, whatever you want, you know. You, you want to restrict me, restrict me, whatever. So I, I posed the question to you. If he wins, doesn't, don't we deserve it? And you're like, well, Carell, I'm going to vote. What else can I do? Get five other people to vote. Get people in your world that don't normally vote to register. Drive people to the fucking polls. I mean it. Get people to vote early. Get, pe get people to the polls on election day. Volunteer to be a poll worker. Go, you know, do whatever you can legally to get people to the polls. Um, back when Obama was running, I hosted call parties at my house. I even made red, white, and blue uh, cupcakes. Uh, you know, host parties at your house where you get 10, 12, 15 people to come over and all of you sit on cell phones with a list and call people. We have got to mobilize. Get involved. Get involved and make sure that more evil people don't show up. The same thing you have to do in your neighborhood. You know, over the weekend on the Zoom call, I talked about how I call Justin Cook, our county commissioner. I call Catherine Maestro, our senator. Get involved on a local level. Don't be silent. You think your voice doesn't matter until you use it. If an, and, and your voice 
I hate to break it to you, but one voice kind of doesn't matter. Okay? Every singer has background singers because more voices sound better. Every song has background vocals because more, more singers sound better. I love a choir. A choir is moving. A choir is incredible. We need to build choirs. We need to build groups of people who are, and yes, there can be a leader out in front of the choir. There can be the solo singer, but they're backed up by people. We've got to back up the Democrats. Now, look, you know that I've been posting that the Democrats should be taken to task because they have controlled the House and Senate 17 times in my lifetime and not done a lot of the things they always say they want to do. So I'm not saying we shouldn't criticize them. I'm not saying we shouldn't tell, tell Dianne Feinstein to go home. She's too old. And I'm not saying that if I were running the campaign that I wouldn't have chose someone younger like Gavin Newsom to run for president than Joe Biden. I would have. And if something happened to Joe's health in the next few months and he had to step back, I think it'd be great for Gavin to take over. I think then we would really beat Trump. But we have to do with what, we, what we're given. And what we're going to be given is Joe Biden. So we've got to get involved because if Trump wins or if a Republican wins, okay, if any Republican wins for president, it will mean that enough good people did not show up, that they sat by and did nothing. And you lose when you sit by and do nothing. Now, I'm not saying you know, that's going to be counterproductive to, or counterintuitive to the next topic. I'm not saying that, you know, you have to do everything, okay? No one expects you to hold the weight of the world on your shoulders. But you got to do something. Get involved. The only way Trump or a Republican wins is if enough of us don't show up and if we don't motivate others. Be a motivator. Don't sit by. Do something. And then sit down. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corelcast app free at the App Store of your choice now. Okay, now I just want you to totally change your head because like Bette Midler did in her show once, you're going to go, what the fuck? I want you to just, you know, change, happy, sad. I want you to totally change. Because while I was just telling you, get involved, do something. The only way that evil wins is if good people sit by and do nothing. I also want you to realize that in order to live a happy life, you have to learn to let go sometimes. Okay? I have learned the hard way. Um... My, my Zoom call with my patrons yesterday, um, I told them about what happened to me at Desert Breeze on Sunday morning, my park. When I got there, there was a lynched mannequin in a suit. And maybe they, they did it to try to, I don't know, to make someone take the suit. I don't know. I don't know. It was a white stuffed mannequin with a black suit that they had hung high up on a pole. And it looked like it was lynched. And it was a disturbing effigy. 
It was. It was disturbing. And I got on the phone with 311, which took 42 minutes. And the lady said, well, maybe you can take it down, you know, that way because we don't know how long it's going to be for someone to get there. So it was attached to a big metal pole, 10-foot metal pole. I go over and I try to pull it down and the metal pole, which was rusted, okay, the metal pole had rusted at the base, disconnected this metal pole and broke and fell. A 10-foot, 4 by 4 metal pole falls towards me and Ember. It would have crushed her. So I stop it and then deflect it and throw it to the side. And luckily, neither she nor I... But I have an expanding aorta, and I'm not supposed to do that. That could have actually hurt or killed me. Literally, I could have died, or Ember could have died. And I thought, why are you yanking on this? This is not your job. You are not the savior of Desert Breeze Park. There's a woman named Bowie I've told you about, a homeless woman. Me and another guy named JD have helped her sell her car. He helped her buy an airplane ticket. Uh, today, she's on, a, like, in, right now, I think she's on a plane back to Macau, back to her homeland of China. Her car sold last night, Sunday night, 11th hour, for 2500 bucks. So she's got a plane ticket and $2,500, and she's off to China. That took a week of work on my part and JD's part. I'm the one that posted it on AutoTrader. I even paid the $50 to post it. I'm the one that set up the test drives. And I'm like, you're involved in this homeless woman's drama. You're tearing down things at Desert Breeze and poles are falling on you. You're calling about the junk that's out here in the street. You're, you're not the savior of Las Vegas. You've got to let some of this go. Not all of it is your problem. And I'm speaking to all of you right now who try to do too much. You know, because you care so much about people, about your family, about the planet, about your community, and you invest so much of yourself in these causes that you're miserable. You're miserable because they're not turning out well. You care about the environment. Maybe like me, you care enough to be a plant-based eater. You care, um, you care about planet Earth. You don't want it to be destroyed. And yet you get involved and you feel like it's not enough, that you just can't do it all. You care about your community. You care about the homeless situation. You want to help these people. Plus, you just don't want to look at them anymore. So you want to do something about it. And you try. So many of you out there listening to me are with your family. You want to be super mom or a super grandma. And so you're, you, you know, you're putting their needs above your needs. Now, look, I appreciate all of you. I appreciate everyone that does that because... If it weren't for me and JD, Bowie would still be sleeping in her car in 115 degree heat. So we saved one. You know, we got one out. If it weren't for me, that effigy would probably still be hanging there, upsetting people. If it weren't for me, people that leave my apartment complex would still be looking at a pile of junk. So I get it. There's a fine line. But you can get over-involved and over-invested if it starts taking away and being negative to your health. I could have been killed. And I'm, <coughs> excuse me, it may have hurt my aorta. I won't know until it's scanned again in March. It might be bigger now. I don't want open-heart surgery. I know I'll have to live through it. I'll have to. There's no other option. I have to live.
but I don't want to do it. I'm scared to death of it. I'm, I'm actually afraid of it. I, in my yoga mantra, I always say I welcome open heart surgery and any procedure that makes me stronger, but I'm not there yet. So there comes a time where you have to say, I've, I've done what I can do. I am not superhuman. I think there's that time for every president, for every leader, for everybody, for every human. I think there comes a time where you say, you know what? I've done all I can do. I need help. I need others to be as involved as me. And that's the crux of it. I think we're all feeling right now that each of us cares a little more than our neighbor. And that's evident by how people are behaving. You know, Cardi B was in town this week, and I wouldn't know if I met her on the street, but she's a big star, and she was on stage, and someone threw ice and, and liquid all over her. She's the 10th entertainer to have something thrown at them while on stage. This is now an alarming trend. Jason Aldean, I believe it was, or no, I forget who it was that was here, you know, for October 1, he was on stage when a mass shooting broke out. But what makes a person think they can throw something at a performer? That's a brand new phenomenon. They, did, they haven't done it since Shakespearean times, and then it was tomatoes. I mean, what, what makes people think they can hurl something at the stage? Cardi B threw her mic back at the person. And so I get it. You often feel like you're the only one who cares enough to get involved. And sometimes you are. In your family, you feel like other family members aren't helping you out as much as they could be or should be. And there comes a time where you have to let go. It's hard to do because you are limited. And that's what's the hardest thing to realize. I'm going to be 61 in 90 plus days. And it's hard for me to realize I have limitations now. I'm not 30. I can't catch a giant pole that's falling. I can't. My body, my arm is still killing me. My bicep, it still hurts. You know, I'm in pain because of what I did yesterday. You know, I have to realize now that as I age, I have limitations. I have limited bandwidth. And that's really hard. For someone like me and probably someone like you, it's really hard to acknowledge I can't do it all anymore. I need help or I have to just step back and say it's going to be what it's going to be. You know, I led the horse to the water. If they're not going to drink, I'm not going to stay here and try to make them drink. And so I want you all to find that balance in your life. To find the balance of, I'm a responsible citizen, I'm a loving wife, husband, mother, daughter, son, sister, brother, I'm a good resident of my community, and I'm a good resident of planet Earth. I care about many things, but I also know when to let go. Learn your limits. Learn them. You'll be happier. You will. When we come back, a phone call with Antarctica has really got me going. You're like a phone call with Antarctica. Yes, phone call with Antarctica. Got me going. Go, baby, go. If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily... 
you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. Hello, my possums, and welcome back. I am Carell. You know, before we get to the Antarctica thing, I have to say, Taylor Swift is in the Bay Area. Uh, her uh, concert has been attributed for helping the U.S. economy and possibly keeping it out of recession. And that's the truth. Time Magazine. Um, I've met Taylor Swift. I respect her as an artist, as a woman. I respect her songwriting capabilities. I respect... Uh, her business acumen and how she is in control of so much in her world. But I'm not a Swifty. Isn't that weird? I love music. I love pop music. I love divas. You would think I would be one of the ones clamoring to her show. But I am one of the few people in the country that could care less about the heiress tour. It came to Vegas. I didn't, I didn't want to see it. I Someone offered me free tickets to go. I had no desire to go to the stadium of 60,000 people and, and deal with all the traffic and all the... I just, I just thought, no, I don't want to. That's fine. You know? Beyonce's coming, and I'm not going. I don't know why. I, I like Beyonce. She's fun. But it's not worth all that drama. And so I wondered today, I'm not a Swifty. Are you? Are you a Swifty? Is it an age thing? Are we just too old to be Swifties? Because I see lots of old people at the concerts 60, 70, 80, grandmas, grandpas, and they're dancing to the songs and having a great time, and they're there with their grandkids. Are you a Swifty? I'd love to hear your comments. Do you, do you listen to Taylor Swift? Do you own one of her records? Do you stream her? Do you, yeah, I, I wouldn't know five of her songs. I mean, if I heard them on the radio, I'd know the song. Some of them I don't even know are her. I know that superhero one, the new one, Must Get Tired Always Being the Superhero, I knew the one about the gay, the, that she sang about being gay. Uh, you know, like it was like take a chill pill, relax sort of thing. Um, but I, I really couldn't sing you five of her songs without actually looking them up. And yet she's the biggest pop phenomenon to happen in the country. She's a woman. So I, and I love divas. And uh, you would think I'd be a Swifty, but I'm not. And she broke the curfew twice at the stadium in Santa Clara. I guess they didn't do anything to her or just find her, which she can afford. But, you know, I mean, I thought, I've always wondered about curfews around venues. You know, you live around a stadium. Enjoy the music. Close your windows. But don't say, oh, it's got to be done by 10 o'clock. I mean, what are you, Mr. Wilson? Get off my lawn. Stop singing, Taylor Swift. It's 10 o'clock. Grow up. Open your window. Let the music come through for the love of God. You know, people are so uptight. I live around a stadium and there's a curfew. That's just dumb. I've always thought, Anita Baker at Irvine Meadows, she was singing and then she had to stop. She said she couldn't do an encore because there was a curfew because Irvine Meadows is in Costa Mesa and there's neighbors. You know, one time at 2 a.m. I came out of a bar and I was really loud because I was drunk. And the doorman said to me, Shh, you got to be quiet. You got to be respectful of the neighbors. I said, they bought a house next to a bar. He goes, well, that's the wrong attitude to take. And I go, fuck them. They're, they bought a house next to a freaking bar. You know, and I go, y'all got me drunk. Y'all sold me the booze. And then you tell me to come out here and be freaking quiet. Screw both of you. Screw the bar and screw the neighbors. I got 86 <laughs> for two years. I couldn't go in the Falcon in Long Beach. And then Michael Barber's all, oh, you can come back. I was like, whatever. 
Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I'm not a Swifty. You would think I'd be a Swifty. I love pop music. I like Taylor Swift. I've met her. I sat with her at a BMI award show back in the day. I mean, I, she's a wonderful girl. She really is. She's so smart and eloquent and politically. She's on the right side of everything. You know, she is, she is a model. You know, I'm glad that young girls look up to her. But you would think I'd like her, like I like her music, but I, I don't. So my friend dives in Antarctica. He's a commercial diver and uh, deep sea. And he's, since 2008, he's been going for three months out of the year to Antarctica to dive uh, and make some good money. This morning, he sent me photos from Antarctica. And he said, it's 62. They've given us sunscreen for the first time ever. There are beaches where there used to be ice. And he said, we're done. The planet's done. And he goes, most of y'all don't come to Antarctica. You don't go to Antarctica. He goes, well, I've been coming since 2008, and I've watched it go from what you would expect Antarctica to look like to it looking like something else. And he stages in Alaska. He, they go to Juneau, and then they take a, another plane up to the Arctic Circle. And he said Juneau was looking more like Florida you know, every day. And, you know, I know we spoke about caring too much at the beginning, but I do want to stress that one thing you should continue to care about is climate change. It should be the only issue you vote. It should be what you get involved in when it comes to your community. You should become a plant-based eater immediately. You need to start driving something that is not powered by fossil fuels taking more public transportation. You need to be doing everything that you can. Screw what China's going to do or India or Russia or what the rest of the country is going to do. Start with you. Lead by example. Because people, it's already too late. Okay? So we can't stop climate change. It's already too late. It's happened. But we can mitigate the damage. And if you have kids, if you have grandkids, how can you not be doing everything in your power? I saw photos of Antarctica today. It looks like a sunny beach. Okay? Bright sunshine, no ice anywhere, none. I'm getting to my iPad to see if I can pull those photos up for you. You know, there's, there's no beach, there's no sun, there's no nothing. It's just, it, 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 I mean, there's no snow. It just, it looks like, you know, like a beach. Oh, here. Here's one. Take a look at this. This is Antarctica right now. Do you see what's missing on the ground there? Snow. Ice. Look at that. That looks like a desert, doesn't it? And then he sent me in. Here's another picture. That's Antarctica right there. 68 degrees. That's not normal. That's normally covered with ice. That stuff that you see there in the picture, that was normally covered with ice. But it's not. The ice is gone. So it's real. It's happened. And we need to do everything that we can as an individual because all of that will start to add up. First thing you can do, become a plant-based eater. That's the easy part. The next thing, try to go electric. And I know all the problems with electric and rare earth minerals and recycling and whatever, but it's the next step. Okay, so take it. More public transportation. Call your representatives. Demand better public transportation. 
and it can't be fossil fuel powered. We're not powerless. You know, when I talk about stepping back and, and letting go and all of that, I don't want you to, to make it seem like I'm saying we're now powerless because everything's just going to hell. No, we're not powerless. In fact, we have great power when all of us raise our voices together like a choir. All right? So do what you can every day. I am Carell. Be who you want to be, so long as it doesn't hurt anybody. No extra content today, but there will be on Wednesday. Until then, stay safe. I love you. And thank you, patrons, for being in on the call this last Sunday. Are you a patron? Why not? Why aren't you? Be one. I need you. All right, we'll see you on Wednesday. Hey, it's Carell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash reallycorel. That's youtube.com forward slash reallycorel for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. That's patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, reallycorel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember... I am Corel. Be who you want to be, so I'm not going to hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.